When in times of crisis, why is prayer the last thing we think about doing? It is the one weapon we are to use in our struggles, yet we neglect it. What may be the reason that so many have a hard time with prayer? Perhaps some have become discouraged because they have not received an immediate answer. For others, even though the answer came, it was not what they had expected. There is so much in Scripture regarding prayer, but I would like to share just a few thoughts with you on the subject. Prayer is simply talking to God and sharing your heart with Him. There are many who become overwhelmed by the need to use the right words in prayer if they ever wish to be heard by God. However, prayer comes out of the deepest cry of one's heart directed to God, our Heavenly Father. The psalmist David, as he contemplated on his troubles, wrote in Psalm 142, verses 1 through 3, I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out before him my complaint. Before him I tell my trouble. When my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who watch over my way. The psalmist declared before God all his troubles. He laid out his complaints to the Lord. God is near to the brokenhearted and faithful to hear our cries and responds like any parent would do when we are in a right relationship with him. Whenever a child is in distress, the parent immediately comes to comfort and bring assurance. A mother, when at a local neighborhood park, among other children, can distinguish the voice and cry of her child above all others. The same is true with our Heavenly Father. He hears her every cry and comes running to our aid. God does not ignore or slight the needs of those who are suffering. He does not turn his back on us, but listens to our cries for help. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, we read an account of a woman named Hannah, whose husband was Elkanah. This was when judges were ruling in Israel. Elkanah also had a second wife named Peninnah. They practiced polygamy, which was accepted in the culture of that day, even though it was looked upon unfavorably. Peninnah bore several children to Elkanah, but Hannah was barren. The ancient practice of multiple wives and their children caused deep tension in the home. Every year, Elkanah would take his family to Shiloh, where the tabernacle was located, to worship and sacrifice to the Lord. But when they prepared to go, Peninnah, Hannah's rival, would provoke her severely. The meaning of the Hebrew word for rival is an enemy, an adversary, who caused distress. Not only did Hannah suffer the sorrow and heartache of being childless, but had to endure the cruelty of her rival year after year. In Hannah's day, bearing children not only determined the value of a woman and fulfilled a woman's desire to be a mother, but it would also provide a family who would care for her in later years if she became a widow. 
Being a widow without children meant severe poverty, humiliation, and starvation for women. One year while in Shiloh for their yearly worship, Hannah stepped aside after the time of worship and went to the tabernacle to pray. Her husband often tried to provide comfort and assurance of his love for her, but she knew that there was no other place to go than to the Lord himself. How many times have we failed to capture those moments when the only one we can turn to is the Lord? He waits with open arms to receive our cries and meets us in the dark nights of our soul. In bitterness of soul, Hannah prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish because God had closed her womb. This may seem cruel to some, but there was a reason God closed her womb. God was preparing to accomplish a work in her life. Sometimes we need to see difficulties and hardships through eyes of faith, recognizing that God has a greater purpose. It is during these times that we can draw near to Him and experience the warmth of His love and comfort. We have to be honest and admit that if it wasn't for the hardships, we would rarely turn to the Lord. God may choose to withhold an answer so we can spend some time in His presence and learn to trust and wait on Him in prayer. Hannah was in deep distress, yet she did right by turning to the Lord as she poured out her complaints to Him. Sometimes we run to others even before turning our attention to the Lord. But He is the only one who can hear the deepest cry of our hearts and answer us. We are to declare before Him all our troubles, for no one knows us and understands us like God our Father. He created us and knows every detail of our lives and knows the thoughts and intents of our hearts. He is acquainted with all our ways. Even before there is a word on our tongue, He knows it altogether. Sometimes we give up too easily, but let's keep praying and not lose heart, for God knows all that we need. Hannah approached the Lord with a humble heart. She was not making any demands. This moved God's heart in favor towards her. The Lord states in Isaiah chapter 66, verse 2, These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite, that is sorrowful in spirit, and who tremble at my word. He will look upon and answer those who come with a humble heart before him, the one who recognizes that they are undeserving of his mercies. He also states he will look upon the one who trembles at his word. Trembling at his word speaks of one who shows reverence and honor for God's word, one who acknowledges the seriousness and importance of God's commands and seeks to obey him. Hannah asked God to look upon her affliction and promised that if he gave her a son, she would give him back to the Lord for his service. As much as she longed for a child, she offered him to the Lord to be used by God as he pleased. Hannah's prayer was selfless. 
Most of our prayer requests are self-focused. Yet Hannah was grateful just to be a mother and care for her baby, even if it meant for a little while. Hannah left that day and returned home with her family assured that God had heard her cries. As we pour out our souls in agony to the Lord, we can have a glorious sense that he has heard the cry of our hearts and the crisis can become tolerable knowing that God is not far removed from our suffering. In his time, he will answer us. God in his love and mercy granted Hannah her request and she gave birth to a son and named him Samuel, meaning heard of God. She dedicated him to the Lord's service after being weaned and he grew up in the house of the Lord. God had a special purpose for Samuel's life. He later became a judge and a prophet at a crucial time in the nation of Israel. So much of Israel's later history depended on one mother's selfless prayer. God in his grace gave Hannah five other children as a token of his blessing for her willingness to sacrifice by giving her firstborn in service to him. Some may ask, if God answers prayer, why hasn't he answered mine? In James chapter 4, verse 3, it states, When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. When our motives are self-focused, it leads to harm either for ourselves or for others. Therefore, God in his love will not grant us our request. The Apostle John said in 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of Him we can rest assured that he will give us answers to prayer. God's response may be a yes or a no, or just wait. In his wisdom and perfect timing, God will answer and act according to his purposes and plan for our lives. <music>